Hello, welcome to another episode of the Crafts Couch Pod. We are going to talk more nervous system stuff today because as I've been creating more content online, I got that there was a real need to break down the basics, to really break down, well, how do I know when I'm dysregulated? Like, I think I'm dysregulated, but like, really, what are some symptoms? And what tools do I use for what? Because I know I went into that a little bit on the previous nervous system episode, but I want to go into it more today because the way I see it now is really incorporating energetics into our mental well-being. And that's where I get traditional psychology honestly misses the mark because that isn't included and neither is really a lot of this consciousness work, like the greater consciousness, the energetics of the universe. So this has made a big difference and in the way I see the nervous system. Now, I was also talking about judgment in that episode as well because there's just so much around our beliefs that activate the nervous system as well. So let's get into it. Um, Before we dive in, let's chat a little quickie housekeeping. The nervous system sanctuary is open and running and wow, it is amazing. I am just adoring those calls. So that is the weekly experience for you to join me live and regulate, to start implementing these tools, to start applying the tools. It's so easy, me included, to consume, consume, consume. I mean, I am trained in all the modalities, all of them, (laughs) and not apply everything. And so I thought we just needed a place to apply it. So that is going on. I would love to have you in. There's no previous replay access. So once you get in before the next Wednesday call before the call starts, then you get all all the calls and all the replays as long as you're in the subscription. How does it get better than that? So that is going on as well as I just recently opened a new one-on-one intensive experience with me. So this is the nervous system intensive. I know folks are requiring much more in this process. And so I'm actually doing weekly, weekly, weekly sessions with folks to guide them through this journey. This is not something I normally do. I normally see folks bi-weekly or kind of once a month, but I get that this really requires some attention and commitment to apply the tools regularly to really make dynamic changes. And when you can relax, I mean... You know that obviously relaxation feels better, but to me, like the key things that motivate me to relax are A, my health, right? Knowing that it's so much easier on my body, that I can work on preventing any sort of really intense illnesses or symptoms, things like that. I mean, for the most part, right? That I can, you know, work towards that. I'm not seeking to create a chronic illness from being in fight or flight all the time. And also relaxation for manifestation. Because you know what? I'm expanding. You know, if you heard the car episode, I got my eyes on a Porsche. And so what's it going to take but for me to relax 
relax around money, relax around all sorts of things, right? And so the nervous system really does contribute to all of that. So that's what we're looking at with the intensive of really focusing on what are you desiring to create? Is it optimal health? Is it manifestation? What is it? And how can we really zero in on nervous system work to get you there? So if you are feeling pinged to that, that um, will be dropped in the show notes. So let's dive into it. So I was initially pinged by questions actually from the nervous system sanctuary. So from the subscription, folks have been asking questions in the community and that really clarified for me, wow, I need, I need to break this down a little bit more. So I want folks to get, first of all, what tool to use when, right? Because I'm sure you've learned and heard about all sorts of different tools, but how do you know what tool to use when? And I mentioned in the past, right, you wouldn't use a screwdriver to screw in a nail. You would use a hammer, right? A hammer for a nail, a screwdriver for a screw. You use the right tool for the job. It is the same with dysregulation. You want to choose a tool that energetically matches the intensity you are feeling. So somatically, what this looks like is when we are very dysregulated, so I broke them down into three categories, very dysregulated, moderately, and then lightly dysregulated slash hygiene. So we're going to start with the very dysregulated. So when you are very dysregulated, this looks like maybe you're on the verge of panic. Maybe you're misperceiving reality. When I talked about that, the time I needed regulation, check out that pod if you haven't. But those, those are the times that we're talking very dysregulated, right? And the thing that's funny about that is when folks are living in a fight or flight stance much of the time, it doesn't take much, right, to become very dysregulated, so much that they don't even notice it. And, and that's kind of where I was at within the move. I was just, I guess, feeling, you know, <laughs> I say I guess because it's kind of like I didn't even notice I was being so dysregulated until I thought I saw a truck almost smash into a car, right? And then I was like, oh, okay, I am in a pretty dysregulated state, right? But it can happen so slowly that we ignore it or we kind of minimize it, those types of things. So I will go over the symptoms of each state as well, but first I wanna go over the tools. So when we are at that stage, the very dysregulated, we wanna do things like cold, cold exposure. Cold creates an instant somatic shift in the body usually because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> so our attention is acutely there. So things like, you know, taking a brisk walk out in nature when it's cold, if you live in a winter state, or doing a cold plunge, you know, those are all the rages these days, doing a cold shower, like ending your shower on cold, or even submerging your face in ice water briefly. Other things that are a little bit Easier are maybe like holding onto ice cubes or writing ice cubes on the back of your neck. However, the, the previous ones I mentioned are, are more intense, right? They're, they're more potent, meaning that I'm going to feel a lot of freaking discomfort going into a cold plunge. Like that's an intense tool, 
versus something like meditation where I'm just sitting still, that that's a low potent tool, right? It has a lot of value, but it's not the right time for when really dysregulated. So think cold, cold to some degree, cold where it's, it's almost shocking. Now, of course, if you have any medical conditions, talk to your doctor ahead of time to make sure that you could do something as intense like a cold plunge, because that, that one is probably the most intense. I would say I, it's been easier for me to do like a walk outside in cold water, hold my breath and submerge my face. Did I say walk outside in cold water? <laughs> walk outside in the cold or submerge my face in cold water briefly. Now, sometimes my mind works faster than my mouth can even get out the words. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. All right. So those are things I find tolerable for me. Even a brief, like, cool shower. I'm not a cold plunge girly. Um, my brother is, which is very amazing. <laughs> but I am not. I, I feel like a cool shower at the end is helpful as well. And those have been things that have facilitated me. Um, the other things you could choose that are gonna match that level of potency and energy are things like intense physical movement. So like, again, we're not talking like a light stretch or something like that. This is looking like, oh, maybe I'm gonna go for a run outside or a really fast power walk, or maybe I'm gonna turn up some really high energy music, right? Even the music is matching where we're at and shake it and dance it out, right? really move my body in a way that's matching the intensity that I'm experiencing. Then the other thing you can consider is something like breath work. So again, I'm going to choose the more potent breath work tools like a Wim Hof breath work or things that are not just a like lung exhalation right? Again, I'm looking at intensity here. I want to command my breathing, right? It's like almost as if you have to be as assertive with yourself, right? In that way to match what your body is experiencing. So as we move down the ladder to something more like moderately dysregulated, they're going to be a little lighter, right? They're still going to be active, but a little lighter than the previous tools. Something to keep in mind, you can always use a a tool higher than where you're at. Like if I'm in low dysregulation, I can use a moderate or a cold plunge tool because then those are more like hygiene, so to speak, right? But I, so I can always go above, but I don't want to go below, meaning If I'm very dysregulated, I'm not going to choose from the lightly dysregulated category. So when we're coming down the ladder and we're starting to maybe either we're at a moderately dysregulated place or I've done some very dysregulated tools and now I'm starting to feel better, then I might choose things like EFT tapping. If you follow me on Instagram or even TikTok, I I do a lot of different tapping videos and I just love that to get the energy moving. And you don't have to verbalize anything. You can just tap or you can just vocalize what's coming out your brain, like use it as a verbal journal, so to speak. Um, To me, there is no right or wrong way to do that. Um, Although the traditional method does have you verbalize kind of the emotions and what's coming up and reframing it, 
I still find that tapping, even without that, is fine because ultimately your first language was energy and tapping gets the energy moving. Um, Other things that you could do are to sing, belt it out, you know, sing it out. That activates that polyvagal nerve and so that you are able to activate more of a relaxation response. Other things to consider would be shift state, like change activities. If you're feeling anxious, if you're trying to create something in your business and you're just sitting at your computer, get up and go clean, like do something else, right? Change activities. So shifting state just means shifting your kind of feeling state. And then other things you could consider are like less intense physical movement or less intense breath work. So maybe instead of the power run and crazy dance party, a quick paced walk would be enough, right? Or alternate nostril breathing or actually doing box breathing, which is just in for four, hold for four, out for four and pause for four, right? So something that's a little gentler than those power breaths that I did earlier, right? So again, you can see how these are not as intense. And so they are matching the energy that I'm experiencing. So the last category would be, I put in either you're lightly dysregulated, so just a little bit, or you're using these things as kind of hygiene. So and I, I came up with a whole bunch of different things, but this might just be like me pausing and tuning into my breath and making my exhalations nice and long, right? That activates our relaxation response or just being mindful and bringing my attention to the present moment or things like meditation, hypnosis, taking a salt bath, acupuncture, energy work, doing yoga, stretching, massage, right? All those sort of like gentle things that might actually create panic if you're trying to do them in a dysregulated state. So this is where I get, you know, folks here, okay, meditation, it's like, like, it's really helpful and it's a big deal, but I just, I go into panic each time. It's like, well, then you need other tools to start off first, right? You need the very dysregulated or the moderately dysregulated tools to get you there first. And that might take some time and that is okay. So after I kind of explained that to my folks, the question was, well, wait a second, how do I know what level I'm in, right? Because now I need to know what tool and I'm not seeing a nail, so I don't know I need to use the hammer. So let's clarify this um, because we want you to choose a very effective tool. Now, by no means is this a complete comprehensive list. This is a list of the most common things and things that you can relate. So you get an idea of the energy, right? So we're going to start again at the very dysregulated place. When we are very dysregulated, think panic attack, right? If you've ever had the the joy of having a panic attack, I have in the past, um, they are not pleasant. And this could look like hyperventilating, right? Not being able to get your breath. Maybe your body is shaking and trembling. Maybe you feel nauseous or like you're going to pass out. Rapid or irregular heartbeats. Feeling disoriented, right? Kind of similar how you might feel 
not of this reality or you're misperceiving things that are going on, right? You're just kind of feeling disconnected from reality. It's a little bit hard to explain, but I like to just say you feel really strange. You just feel strange. Like you're not grounded in the present moment. Like you're kind of above yourself, looking down on yourself. Um, feeling breathless, dizzy, sweating, dry mouth, those types of things, right? So it's like very similar symptoms to before a pan- like going into a panic attack or about to pass out, things like that. Now, again, they can also be more subtle, like kind of what I experienced of you know, misperceiving a truck almost hitting a car, right? I was misperceiving reality. I didn't really have any other strong symptoms. So I was like, oh, okay, this is a cue that I'm really getting high up. My water is boiling. So it doesn't have to look like this overt crying panic attack. It can actually be subtle. So this is why we want to be clear on this. So now going down the line to moderately dysregulated, this might look like hypervigilance, like always kind of on guard and looking to see what's going on around you, overly checking things. This was something I common heard from my, uh, commonly heard from my veterans, which was like always checking for exits or safety, right? Just like overly aware of their environment, being on edge, feeling irritable, regularly restless, like you can't relax, poor concentration. You might have racing or intrusive thoughts, right? Some of those paranoid thoughts. Maybe you still do have an increased heart rate. Maybe it's not as rapid as the very dysregulated, but still increased. This could also affect sleep. So maybe you struggle with insomnia or GI problems. You have difficulty relaxing and you might have a sense of impending doom, like the world is going to end, or maybe you're getting like sucked into a lot of, um, you know, just in doom, I I see some of the TikToks like the world is ending or things like that. Like, right. You kind of get sucked into that and and feeling at that frequency. And also physical pain is another good indication that we're dysregulated and really holding on to stress. Now going all the way down to lightly dysregulated, this might look like super subtle and maybe you've already decided this is just who you are. But things like being somewhat distracted, struggle concentrating, maybe you are like even not as aware of your environment that you're like bumping into corners in your house or something. You might go into micro freezing on making decisions, right? Decisions in your business or decisions just on what to eat that night. Or you notice that you're just constantly holding tension in your neck and shoulders. Maybe you're focused on a lot of judgments or like shame towards yourself. Maybe you're seeking a lot of reassurance and asking for confirmation from folks to make sure you did something right. You hear the judgment in there. You might be double checking things or functioning from a lot of perfectionism. So hopefully that clears up what tool to use when and what level of dysregulation. Now, again, the whole reason for looking at this is because, A, we just want the health of your body to to last, right? And to have good quality of life. Because when our nervous system is in a stressed state, it's like leaving that car on all the time. Like, it might be in park, 
but it is ready to go. You are ready to step on the gas and you could go at any minute, right? That's how your body feels like an energizer bunny, like a battery that never goes. And we really need to turn off the car, get regular tune-ups, right? And do these things in order to maintain the health of the body. And this is where often I would see a lot of chronic illness, physical problems stemming from us living in a dysregulated state. And I get that it's just so normalized now. And, you know, there's just so many other unhelpful ways of regulating, whether it be excessive shopping or numbing out in other ways that, you know, we've just, we've kind of just made it okay, or we laugh about it. Right. And so I get that our bodies would just feel so much better and be healthier if we could be proactive about this, right? See it as hygiene and actively do things regularly, right? Multiple times a day, a couple times a day can make such a huge difference. Besides also realizing when you're getting activated to choose choose a tool. So I, I talk a lot about this, you know, within the nervous system sanctuary and the other piece that I'm, I'm really drilling down in there for them is you know, the reprogramming piece. Because if we are only focused on the nervous system work and we are functioning from a thought pattern that is activating the nervous system, then it's kind of like, you might as well not do the nervous system work. I mean, not really, right? Because the nervous system work is still helping, but it's undoing a lot of it, right? So if I'm, oh, I kind of got up, I did my breath work, I shook it out, I got my bare feet on the earth, and then I went to all this judgment about work and the content I'm posting and how I'm not good enough and blah, blah, and now I'm activated again, right? So it was like, it undoes all that amazing work that I did in the morning. So reprogramming and being able to get out of judgment with yourself and how you perceive the world will be huge because then you actually won't require as much nervous system regulation. So to me, it's kind of like, well, what is the root? It is a little bit of the chicken or the egg in my mind because, you know, if you go into lots of judgments and that thought process, that can activate the nervous system. At the same time, if your nervous system is already activated, it's going to attune you to that radio station meaning that if you are feeling the, your nervous system is dysregulated, fight or flight, maybe you're moderate, right? You're feeling some hypervigilance, you're on edge. Well, you're attuned to that station and you are going to magnetize thoughts to your head and stories that match it, right? And so that was kind of how I was misperceiving reality because I was tuning to that radio station. So who started first? Well, who knows? And is it relevant? That's what you could ask. Or could you just choose to start implementing tools to reprogram, re-regulate, and recalibrate your vibration? So until next time.